them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my friends, Jalen and Josh. Literally had no contact today till right this second, so this is really a true how my fellas doing moment. Uh, I don't know what ha- what's been going on in their lives, actually. But welcome back, as usual. We got more topics, more things to discuss, but as usual, I always start these off with the same thing. How my fellas doing? Josh, you go first. I'm doing pretty good myself. Um, uh, recently, we had a big storm in New York. It was supposed to be a hurricane, but ended up uh, just being a storm. But uh, none. This past few days, just been at home, um, likes with the family, um, stocked up on food a little bit before the storm came, and uh, yeah, school's starting next week. So summer's over. <laughs> Back to the old grizzle. Back to the grind, same. Yeah, Jalen yeah. don't never stop the grind, right? <laughs> no, no, can't stop, won't stop. Game stop. Nah, all gas, no brakes. Nah, just like... <laughs> uh, I've been straight, man. Um, kind of funny. Like I really don't know what, 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 what they've been up to. Like you don't talk to us all the time. No, I'm just playing. No, nah, it's been uh, smooth though. Um, same old, same old. Uh, really ain't got nothing new. I got a little bit more time on my hands because I'm in a, I ain't going to say a better clinic, but a, a different clinic that's a little bit, they use time a little bit more efficiently. So uh, that's pretty much it, though. So Is it closer to home? Man, it's more like 20 minutes away, bro. I can't complain. <laughs> no, man, I was driving, grinning the whole way there, bro, this morning halfway sleep, teasing. I was leaving, teasing. I'm like, man, I'm only 20 minutes away. <laughs> Forget the ninety-minute commutes. <laughs> well, Cheesing the whole way, bro. That's good. That's good. Uh, but yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been pretty much doing the same. I ain't been doing much. Uh, we had a storm come through. We didn't hit as as bad. Um, so we it's been good. Um, can't complain. I suppose. Uh, but yeah, just been playing games, playing Hades a lot. Still stuck on um, Hades himself. He's a cheater. But, um, yeah. So, I've been playing that a lot. Just been chilling. Watching movies. Uh, working. Not working out, which I need to get back to. Because we're supposed to hold each other accountable. I just haven't done anything. So, I need to get back to that this week. Probably today. Um, but, yeah. I ain't been doing much. I've just been chilling. Uh, a lot of games coming out that I want. I'm interested in playing. A lot of games I'm catching up on. So I just been at the home, relaxing, playing games. Hades is a definite, definite recommend. But we're gonna talk about that as well. Uh, but yeah, um, now that we got that out the way, uh, the topics at hand, as usual. Um, like I said, we're gonna be talking about that Hades. Uh, I also wanted to talk about like the Avengers uh, because they it's been enough updates. I guess I played a little bit. I played like three hours worth of it yesterday and I was like, oh, this changed. Oh, this changed. Oh, this changed too. So I kind of I think I know Josh also played 
a lot of it more than I. So he probably know a little bit more about the systems when it gets to the end game. But at least from the very first, you know, that, that you know, initial play, um, I want to talk about that for myself. And then I also want to talk about like the platform updates, you know, all the new stuff that's coming with the PS5, stuff coming with the Xbox Series X, um, some of the updates and things that they have now unlocked some of the potential other stuff that you can, the features per se. Um, and then I also want to talk about Gamescom and see what some type of, what expectations we have in regards to that. But those are our topics for today. We're going to try to get through it quickly for you guys. And we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So yeah, um, let's get started. Uh, first thing that's on my mind right now is really fresh. Is It's probably going to have to be Hades um, because... That's legit all I've been playing for the last, since I got back, um, I went to Detroit for a little bit, but since I got back, I've been playing that nonstop for the last two days. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess the, I guess I'll pose a question, then I'll start. Uh, what, what do you like about Hades, Josh? And uh, I guess Jalen, what See, he ain't played it. He ain't got Game Pass. Another, another day, another, 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 another day, another uh, convincing uh, session for Jalen to get an Xbox. But uh, he ain't played it. But uh, mm. hopefully, he saw something on it, something, a little something. Maybe, maybe he know what the character model looks like, but maybe not. Uh, but good. Josh, would you, <laughs> would you uh, like? Would you like about Hades, man? Um, I, like, I played the, the company's previous game, so I was interested in it, but for me, Hades was something that was just easy to pick up and play. Like, I liked the gameplay, um, going out on a run, fighting the different enemies, picking up the different, uh, abilities that you can get, and how quickly the gameplay becomes, I guess, addictive, just because you feel like you, you got a good, decent, uh, toolkit where you can fight like all these difficult fights and go for a yeah. long time um but it, it presents a, a decent enough challenge like i feel like you know i i don't know if i got enough health but if i play super carefully i might be able to get through this um but yeah it's just really fun i think the upgrade systems are probably the best thing about it because it just becomes quickly like addictive like oh just one more room i can get something else that's going to completely you know make this build uh way stronger than what i anything i've had before uh, yeah. otherwise the game overall is just pretty well polished it's a um, it's not it's a uh well it's 3d but it's presented from like a 2d angle but it, it's very colorful and all the characters and stuff look good so um it's worth $25 is just that type of game. It's, you know, you're going to go out and die and start over. So you got to be used to that. Yeah. And want to actually keep playing, which I, I think the game presents enough ways to uh, keep you interested. Cool, cool, cool. And they were the people that made like Bastion and stuff like that, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was um, Bastion and I forgot the other game. It was um, uh, Braid. It was on PS4. Braid? I don't know if it was Braid. It was Transistor. The, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah the sci-fi game with the girl with the sword. Yeah. True, 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 true. I wonder, I forget who made Braid then. Okay. Um, but yeah, 
All right, what you got, Jalen? What you got for me? So I'm good. I'm expecting. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I, I watched the, uh, a Game Boy video of it today. Um, I had thought about getting it because I know y'all had, like, recommended and stuff like that. And I was like, I mean, I don't ever buy games and stuff. I mean, like, why not? You know what I'm saying? But then I seen that it, it wasn't uh, multiplayer. I didn't assume it was multiplayer based off, like, the gameplay because, uh, like Josh said, it was made by the people that made Bastion. And then um, just seeing how the game was played and stuff like that, I was like, I can't see this game being multiplayer. So that's when I asked you the question. And then, um, of course, I seen online and said it wasn't, but that's why I was asking, like, why would I get this game if it's not multiplayer? But uh, it do seem like it'd be an interesting game. I mean, the combat, it seemed like a super fast-paced uh Y'all know I like those fast-paced games and stuff, so I did think about giving it a shot. Um, and just, like, I seen a little bit of, like, the customization and things like that. Um, I just ain't fully wrap my head around a game, how it's, uh, uh, like, a roguelike game or whatever. You know, we get the that aspect of the game where when you die, you got to, like, start back over. And I didn't fully delve into that because I never played those type of games. The only game I played, like, that was, like, Rogue Legacy. And that was, like, a real simple version of those type of games, so... Uh, but, I mean, it, it looked interesting. I, I still might give it a shot, even though it is a single-player game. I just haven't fully decided yet if that's what I like, really, really want to do. Um, and then you said it's easy to get back in and get back out. You know, them roguelike games is kind of easy to do that with. So, I remember spending a lot of time on Rogue Legacy in the past. Yeah, I think the reason, like, obviously we always recommend any game to you that we like because it's a good game, but... I, from what I remember, you liked Rogue Legacy, and you liked I think what was that game Fury, oh, where you just fight the bosses. Um, but it's it's just like a simple oh I got twenty minutes so I gotta leave or you know I'm about to I'm waiting for somebody to call me like you just chilling at home and just pick it up play a couple uh, of the different rooms and it's pretty good combat so you probably enjoy it but it's easy to pick up and just put it down since it's it's really no obstacles as way it's like you got to go through the cutscenes or you got to wait for a save point because it automatically saves so you just pick up and go yep no that makes sense i i say i'm more inclined to get that game than i am xbox so y'all y'all trying to convince me to get it y'all doing a better job with this than the xbox i don't know what y'all doing when it comes oh to xbox God. stuff <laughs> <laughs> i mean you did you did say it's twenty five dollars, which is more than what you was planning on spending on the game. Exactly. But if it was Game Pass, you just hop in. You like it, you don't like it, and that answer comes super quick. But I have to spend no extra money. Exactly, well, just like you would have did. If I mean, a good thing they had a beta though, because you straight up was like back for blood. <laughs> you gave that game two seconds. Nah. My like, dude, scammer catch the whole mechanics. You don't even understand the car system. He said, "Man, I, how much? How much is we finished or is we done?" That's how he was <laughs> right after we dude. got done with the first act, like part one. Dude. He said, "We finished or we done?" I was like, "Come on, man! You got to give a little more time than that." Man, it was unbearable, uh, dude. I'm yeah. like, this the camera. I I kept. Man, I couldn't even run through a doorway. I kept missing a doorway. I'm like, I ain't never played an FPS game, and I can't get through a dog on doorway because of the waiter delay or the latency in the control. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if it was the PS4 or the because of the frame rate. It was an option. I don't know, but it was just 
I couldn't play that. Backstory: Jalen claims, because I still, I mean, I believe him, but he claimed that the uh, PS4 Pro version, right, it was running at a bad frame rate and it was very delayed in his responses from when he had hit on the on the controller to what had happened. So he couldn't even get through uh, uh, stuff. He couldn't get through doors or anything. So basically, it was non enjoyable for him. I told him, I said, "You got the PS4." <laughs> He got the series X. He said, man, this game should be running just as good on this. Uh, I mean, I, I guess if it was 1080p, it should be able to run 60, but I don't know. Maybe it's just broken on there right now. But man, whatever the case it, may be, Back for Blood was a terrible experience for Jalen. It, it was just like the, the buttons was fine. It was just whenever I tried to rotate the camera like that, that part was like throwing me. I was just like, I can't even confidently aim and. You know things like that because I need to wait to see where the thing gonna end up at once I touch the stick. So um, that was the part that was like it was just throwing me, and I just couldn't, I couldn't rock with that. But um, going back to like the Hades thing, uh, I was like another reason why I asked if it's multiplayer because I was like, man, Josh did put that twenty on my account for the Final Fantasy fourteen, but I ain't ever get to play it. So I was like, I, I feel like I owe him like a purchase or whatever. So like. We told you, you know about that. a game pass for uh, I mean not the game pass but the battle pass for Apex, so you don't have man, to. Man, you it told again. me too. Josh said the same thing. Josh said, "Man, I, so you get more skins." I, I I felt a stronger inclination for you to for you to want me to buy it than I did, Josh. And that's why I ain't do it. <laughs> if Josh say do it, I go ahead and do it right now. <laughs> do you hear this man? I had a stronger man. Whatever, dude. I ain't trying to hear you. <laughs> Man, it's annoying. Josh, what's the word, Josh? Uh, I mean, probably the last season battle pass would have been better for Jalen, but this exactly. one, all they got is bug costumes, which he ain't going to use. So. Right, and that's what I told him because he was at like 70. I was like, just buy it. You get the stuff that's there, and then you'll probably get like at least half of your money back because you'll probably be able to buy um, the other one if you do that, but he never did it, so. It's what Josh ain't say. <laughs> Commander Josh ain't say. Man, we had a whole discussion about this. But you're right, you're right, you're right. All right, it ain't my buddy. He gave it to you, so I can't say nothing. <laughs> but that's, a, I think that's, a, I think that's a cop out. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I guess um, my opinion on Hades is probably similar to Josh's. It's really a good game. It's very addictive. Very so much better than Returnal. I don't care what nobody say. Um, and it actually is worth the money every dollar. I don't think I've had that much enjoyment from Returnal just because it's simply how they set it up and how it kind of, uh, and this is not a comparison, but really that's what they are. Roguelike games and Returnal just has bad mechanics at some points. Whereas Hades has a pretty enjoyable, you know, situation throughout the entirety of the sit through. So, and their playtime is shorter you get more enjoyable, it's more addictive. You just, when you play Returnal, you feel like you're going to get punished if you die. This point of a roguelike is to die and learn from your mistakes, but you get extremely punished sometimes and it's just boring. Um, so I'm not going to finish the Returnal, but I am definitely going to beat Hades. Um, and I've met him quite a few times and he just sucks. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to give what, that time. Uh, Go ahead. What? I guess what what she'll go to um, build. Uh, it was the shield. 
Uh, it was a shield for a while. Um, but that's the first one I got there for like I got there with the shield like five times or something like that. So I I didn't be, I didn't fought Hades like sixteen or fifteen times and lost each time. I, but um, I I like the shield. I started using the gun because I feel like once you get to shoot one, you can just keep dodging and just shoot it. <laughs> and it's so easy. But um, the shield is the, kind of the same because it homes. It homes missiles, everything around it. So it's still fun to play that too. But I really feel like I need a broken build to beat Hades because he's so annoying that even if you try to legit just fight him, like you ain't going to beat him with that sword because he got area effect attacks that you just cannot dodge. Um, even if you got old girl, um, what's her name with the shield, her junk is not good enough. You don't get smacked. Um, Athena. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I just feel like there are certain bills that you need to have sometimes when you're fighting them, because when you're going through those rooms to trying to find the treat, GG's bro, with all them freaking poison everywhere. I'm like, bro, this poison is annoying, but, um, yeah, you just need something that's a little bit more uh range and um a little close-up action so the shield do both best of both worlds um but there's also the bomb bomb bombs with the with the gun that really gets gets it popping too so i like all of it it all makes and match real well um i obviously have my favorite gods um i really like the god of war i really like the um the old girl that make them weak and I also really like uh, Poseidon because he knock him back. So those are my like go tos. Mm-hmm. But then I also like Critical Girl. I don't know her name though. It's green. Um, she uh, got the, Artemis. She got the bow. Yeah, Artemis. Uh, she got that bow and she go crazy with the crits. If you get a good build going, then you can really go crazy with a gun or um, and with crits. So yeah, I mean I like all of them. I'm probably gonna experiment more with the crit girl now because I really started seeing how useful she could be when you get like. Uh, good stacks of crits like she go crazy but um yeah you just i just experiment all the time i just have fun just going in and seeing okay what can i do with this build what upgrades can i get what you know mirror stuff i can unlock so you know just continuously going through and just okay if i get a few more keys it's really repetitive it's not repetitive it's fun and it's like different every time you go in Plus, you got the dude that can mix it up, and you yeah, you got your bad stuff when you go down to see my man's. I don't know his name though either. You go down those um, potholes, um, and go into the oh, galaxy damn. world. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know their names, but um, I know <laughs> I know what they can give me, and he be giving me that uh, that good stuff sometimes, like my attack up fifty percent or whatever. So, yeah, it's just cool to play that game and just chill out and play a few runs and stop or and play a lot a few more runs and then stop because you like again you can pick it up and drop it um and it's very easy to do so so um i have a lot of fun with it plus the story is okay it's not bad and i like hearing what they got to say and they you know uncovering all these these uh relationships or whatever i don't know what's up with Dusa, but she always tripping um it's just it's just cool i guess it's like i like i like the character design I like the voice acting all of it flows together well for a roguelike game that's 25 dollars. definitely one of my favorite games i played this year um so yeah i like it a lot and i recommend it to anybody yeah. that likes 
those types of games, especially games that you like, even if you never tried a roguelike game, Hades would probably be the best one to get into to play a roguelike game. Don't start with Returnal. You'll, you won't like it. But if you like, yeah. like Rogue Legacy or if you play like Rogue Legacy is a little boring. So I'm, I'm not boring, but in that aspect, but it's not like upgradable to the point where you feel like you're actually making progress. Really all the, the point is to get money. And if you're not really getting that much money, you don't feel like you're producing when you come to your runs, you're not going to be feel rewarded. But Hades is like it's always ruining regardless of what you do, whatever you go in and get you're going to, it's going to come out and you're going to have something to actually obtain afterwards, regardless of what you do. And even a, a reward you for experimenting. So if you go in and just try a different weapon, you're going to unlock bosses that give you drops that you can't get if you keep using the same weapon. So whatever you do in Hades, you feel rewarded. So that's the good thing about Hades. That's, that's why I had the issue wrapping my head around it because I, um, like you said, like Royal Legacy, you just kind of learn from your mistakes. You hoping uh, what they call it, um, RNG, get you like a good run or whatever. You know, like stuff that's not as hard, and yeah. you just backtracking doing the same. You have kind of exact areas. You have more control. Yeah. yeah, they give you a lot more information. Like, yeah. uh, well, number one, Rogue Legacy is also a platformer, which Hades is no platforming at all. So you ain't yeah. got to worry about that type of stuff. Is just go into the room and fight the enemies. Sometimes there are traps there, but most of the time you ain't really got to worry about traps. Um, right, 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 right. It also gives you information about the next room that you're going to go to. Like It's like two different paths. Go left and you get you know this buff if you win. Go right, you get some health. But it also tells you if it's more difficult. Like right. It'll show you you can get more health, but this room is more difficult than the room that you've been, than what you've been doing so far. So you can choose to not go that way if you don't want extra challenge or stuff. Right. If you don't want to and fight plus, a boss um, or something to tell you about the skull or whatever. So sometimes. Yeah. Do, and do plus, like you said. Oh, go ahead. Uh, my bad. You can go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like Deontay said, because it gives you multiple currencies, you can use it to upgrade different things. So yeah. if it is, you know, you play for a long time and lost, it's not wasted because you always can use that to you know, upgrade your stats permanently or to change, uh, increase your odds of other stuff showing up, like, oh, more money drops or more um, healing items might show up or stuff like that. So you can always, uh, you always benefit from every run. Yes. Okay. Now that makes sense. I remember on Royal Legacy, of course, you got the RNG of like how hard they're going to make the levels and stuff like that. But um, you also got the RNG of like, what type of um like descendant you gonna get? So like obviously, or in, in a game, everybody is like a like a lineage or whatever. But you might get the dude that ain't got no disabilities or something like that. But then you might get another dude where he might move slower. Or, I ain't oh, played yeah. in a long time, so I don't know like any of the debuffs. But you might just get a bad run just because yo yo hero or the lineage that you got. He just he not good at doing this, or he can't jump as high. Like he got like limp legs or. You know, just yeah. that weird stuff that just kind of make this, this next game ain't got no defective by default. Like yeah. there are debuffs, the but they come like so. later, and you got to choose if you want to do it or not. Yeah, but like okay. it ain't no baked in. You have to have a debuff, right? Yep. So, like I said, I think it's really cool. The mechanics has long, a lot of, lot of longevity to it. I've been playing. I'm pretty sure I've played like twenty hours or so or more. Um, if not more, because I played it for like 
12 hours for two days straight. So I know I played it a yeah. lot. Um, yeah. I don't know what was my total time, but I think the whole run, like to complete it, took 40 minutes. But yeah. I, I used the gun because that gotcha. was the one that worked the best and you can get some really good um, builds going. Mm-hmm. The one I actually hated was the shield. <laughs> you hated uh, the shield? Yeah, like I would get pretty far, but like I could not get past certain bosses with the shield. And I'm like, this was easy with every single weapon, but the shield, I just feel so underpowered. Maybe I, obviously I didn't have the right buffs to go with the shield. Nah, you gotta buff the special. Different. You can't be buffing the attack. Buff the special <laughs> and start yeah. slanging that thing, man. That thing go crazy, especially when you get like weak buffs and you put like um. And you get the one where it, it blows up when it comes, snaps back to you. So you just go stand mm-hmm. by him and throw it. And then it, it hits them, and then it comes back, and you hit him for another 40. And then you can do a buff on him, like, when you're... Because I, I would mix him with God of War, right? Or the God of War guy. Because then, when I'm when I'm actually dodging, I leave those little spikes. So not only am I, you know, dodging their hits, I'm hitting them with Y. But then I'm also... Um, I'm also waiting for it to come back and it does an area effect damage so i was getting them up out of there quickly and it, it was it was crazy but uh that that one i went i had two broken builds when i had the shield and i had to buff with god the god of war the weak the lady that gets them weak and um the drunkard the hunger guy the hungover guy so it was those three together plus the snapback and then I can my shield can hit more people before it returns um, buffs, and then I had the um, what's up? what's that dude name? I had I think I had lightning as my like aid. I wish you can buff the aids a little bit more um, because mm-hmm. they feel they don't feel like they really that good. They can get you out of a tight spot if you need it, but they're not like you know I I don't use them that often honestly. I use them when I get them. Do but... you wait till it's like level four? I do not because I feel like it's easier to, I feel like it's better to use them when, um, when I'm like following up for a last kill hit and I need like just a little bit more damage. Um, and I mm-hmm. don't feel like waiting for my shield to either return or I don't have the opportunity to like dodge next to somebody or they just like really bashing me and I'm about to die. And I feel like I, if I don't just pull this off real quick, I might lose. So um, I'd use it for that. Or if I'm fighting something yeah. really annoying. like um, Some of them are not good. Yeah. I like Poseidon's because it, it makes you invincible and you can yeah. do damage. And if you you know do level four or whatever, you can keep it for like 10 seconds. So yeah, 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 yeah. It, it really is good. Like when you fight the Hydra boss, you can just go around in circles and hit all of them for a bunch of damage. So yeah, yeah it, it's good. It's not really, like you said, as versatile or not as upgradable but mm-hmm. it's there as an extra you know benefit right um, right right. yeah i think those are yeah. pretty cool too and um yeah it's a bunch of stuff in there man it's like the the whole idea of you know debuffing yourself to get a buff afterwards the whole um it was it, it it's the what was i finna say it was like all of the things like the additional things you can add on to your to yourself to actually get more um like more buffs and stuff like that because you can have like a bunch like um i think it's like what you got like 16 slots or is it like eight i forget how many really it is 
I think it's I think it's like twelve or something the slots that you can have. No, it's play. it's a lot. It's like eighteen that you can yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Something around eighteen or sixteen. But I don't know how you're gonna get eighteen because you have to get something in every single room. Right, uh, and that's where you kind of start to. Um, and I don't know how like how that works. To be honest, because it's like you can get stuff from um, you can buy stuff. Like if you got the most, if you got money, you could probably get a little bit more stuff. But at the same time, do you have to buy stuff? Also, be going into rooms that only give you stuff, so you have to have those money perks that really give you a lot of money when you're actually doing stuff. And then I had like the perks that give you the chest, the treasure troves, that gives you those. Like it was like every so often they give me one, and then there was the one where it gave me an additional, like fifty percent more um either on my keys or whatever or whatever i get you know what i'm saying so those things kind of stacked up to the point where i had like i remember the highest i got was 12 yeah i had like 12 things on me um but yeah man, i like that game a lot it's cool but yeah uh but yeah moving past hades 10 out of 10 for me um we wanted to talk about I think we wanted to talk about the next thing was uh, the Avengers and their new system. Uh, so this one here is going to be a bulk of the conversation really going to just be around because <laughs> I don't really I don't really know much about the game outside of its systems. I haven't beaten any of the stories. I played a little bit of Black Panthers now. What I what I can say is that I enjoy that stuff is free. So all of the original characters, they have free passes now. You don't have to pay for them or you don't have to pick one. They're all free. So that's great. You can obviously you can upgrade every last one of them and get all their the the original season or passes and those are free. Um and then you also get the expansions for free. So I'm playing Black Panther and I think their other two are free. I think it's the black hawkeye and then kate i don't know what why she's there but which um i mean whatever she's a she's a good character i suppose um uh but yeah the the only the only thing that uh that i guess i don't like right now is um I mean, it's still the same, I guess. It doesn't feel as impactful as a, I wouldn't even go as far to say a Warframe at this point. It's not like customizable. It's not, you're not customizing nothing. You got like, yeah, it just doesn't feel worth your my time. I feel like it's, it's an okay game now. I feel like they're respectful of your time. I feel like I'm getting power-ups and level-ups quicker than I used to. Um, there's, like, multiple, you know, skill slots, and there's multiple, you know, trees. There's the mastery tree now. I didn't even see that before. I didn't know that was even in the game. Maybe that was day one, but the only ones I saw was the of the two, but they had a mastery now. Um, so it seems interesting you get to customize your character in different costumes and things like that there's obviously the whole random rng you know parts to your body or to your suit that you get but it's just it's just missing something for me um what you what you been i guess what's your what's your thoughts on avengers as of now 
uh, Josh, I know you've been playing a lot of the DLC, also the story mode and all that good jazz. Yeah, I played through all the main campaigns, um, and they were um, they were decent. I'd say that, like you said, it is missing something, and obviously, I think the core of the issue is it's not a good um, live service game. Like, it's a decent like single player game. Like, some of the missions are too repetitive because it has to be replayable and you got to get loot and stuff like that. But if they were just unique, you know, just go to this base, this is a unique base, you fight the boss and the story moves on, like, it's fine. All that stuff is fine. And the combat feels okay. The upgrade trees are um, got some interesting moves. Like, the characters feel different enough. Like, at first, when they announced Hawkeye and his daughter, were coming out back to back. I was like, it's, it's dumb. They're basically the same character. But they have a lot of skill overlap, but how they play is different because, like, the daughter can, like, uh, blink like a, a warlock, but Hawkeye is about setting up traps and stuff like that. So it feels different. Um, mm-hmm. So the combat is there. The The story is it's okay. It's not really, really thing, thing special, but if you like the characters, you want to keep playing with them it is just really the the mission design is boring like standing around hacking the computer standing in a circle wait for the thing to go and you know the these robot enemies just keep respawning um eventually the levels start to recycle so you keep going out to the uh the snowy area and then you go out to the desert uh which is why the last two DLCs have been more interesting to me. At least they were giving us new environments. Wakanda oh, cool. seems to be the the biggest DLC as far as like new content. Because uh, okay. I'm the only play like the first mission of Wakanda, but from that, I didn't see anything that was just copy and pasted from a different map. Um, so we'll see how how much content is actually there but i still think that whatever is there is good for probably one playthrough but i don't see any reason to like play it through myself and then play it again with you and then hop online every week to fight new challenges and stuff um, because they have weekly things show up you know go fight black widow this week and you unlock something but it's like i don't really care enough to come back because it doesn't feel satisfying because um how to put it well, well I, was, I was telling about one boss fight it's against the hawk and like i didn't like the boss fight but the thing is that I, maybe i was not overpowered enough or leveled enough to do it but i don't feel like playing eight to ten you know multiplayer matches just to get myself stronger so i can beat this Right. And I was already in the missions playing offline. Um, so in order to like get help, I had to quit, do the mission over online. It's like, I don't really want to do that. So <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like a lot of tension that like the game could have been better as a single player or even just like a um, four player co-op game. Like that's fine. But like yeah, all this extra, yeah, all this extra stuff where you got to, buy a battle pass for each character and you know weekly and daily challenges and they got bounties like destinies like all this extra stuff is actually putting me to sleep (laughs) 
it's actually boring. It's actually, you know, uh, causing it more harm than it is good. Because my my thing was, okay, I want to be able to play, and and that's probably the that's probably the the that's the philosophy difference is that their philosophy is that they want to keep you in, in engaged in the game as long as possible. When really this game is it's 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 not when you keep somebody there to keep doing mundane tasks that keeps somebody interested it's actually having tasks that are fun to do either with friends or on your own so regardless of how fast they push me to get me to the top tier levels to do the in-game content if the in-game content is more of the same why do i really want to play um, I, I seen that they had like certain particular missions that you can do, but I didn't see any like raid things. I didn't see anything that was like engaging in that way where it felt like, okay, I need to play. Now, maybe some mechanics there that I'm not, I'm missing, but from what I saw, it was more of, okay, you get a, you get to unlock these, you know, you, you, you up, you up, you upgrade your factions, you get rewards, you upgrade your, your character, you get to unlock newer missions, harder, difficult missions, and you get to go out and do these said missions online. There, there's a, a certain cap of how many missions there is. There may be boss missions, but there's nothing that's there that shows that, okay, now we have to get everyone together, so we have to go out and kind of fight this thing because it's really super hard, or we have to really come together and really have some type of teamwork, but I don't know if that's something I want to do in Marvel anyway. Like, I would rather than went the Marvel Alliance route where you just had so many different characters and you had so much stuff you can do. And like, it felt like, you know, just some more, it just felt like a more polished Marvel Alliance. And, um, yeah, honestly, if they had less, like every character had like half as many moves, but they were able to add more characters, I would prefer to that. Me too. I would have preferred to have the ability to play with the, so many more different Marvel characters because I think that would be fun to collect and see a lot of the differences in like their their play style and, and just enjoy the game for a beat em up versus this. I'm expecting more because y'all got a big budget. Y'all obviously trying to put effort in the wrong places. You got you got the scams on the corners. You got the you got the whole battle passes that you messed up on, and then you had to revert back to the free version. And now you're trying to recruit out of the hole you dug yourself because just because it's Marvel doesn't mean people want to play it. And people just because you put it there doesn't mean people are going to accept your trash. So it should have been free if y'all gonna do that trash battle pass version. It now you you're making the right decisions but everybody off of it they paid their money they, they thought it was stupid and now they done so i don't see them making a big comeback but i wish i, I would hope that they continue to kind of try to bring new and you know and and you know different uh like different experiences like the whole wakanda thing i was playing that when i was just like okay this is pretty cool we actually get to go to wakanda and actually you know fight stuff there but i'd rather them have maybe something more in line about what the what that city's about or something maybe some more so not just have this overarching aim as the bad guy arc i'd rather them talk about something that's not about aim Maybe that's a cool, maybe the end, maybe the ending is pays off, but I don't see that happening. The writers aren't that good. And I don't like see a big payoff happening where it's just like, oh, this was Yeah, because you have been fighting aim forever. And I feel like. Yeah, it's no. just not part. It's like, I'd rather you have yeah. like small 
you know, events and stories that have their own, because I'm assuming the other DLC, because this one's the same, and I was like, they kind of, I'm I'm a little lost because I didn't play the rest of them, so I'm like picking up the pieces on where is this, where everything's at. And I'm assuming that they were, everybody was fighting AIM or they had something to do with AIM. Um, but I'm not sure about Kate or uh, Hawkeye. I just didn't play it. But um, but I know Pat Black Panther, they're talking about AIM as well. They're fighting the robots. They have some unique spider things, but it's not enough to kind of make it seem different from what I'm doing when I go back to play the regular story missions. It's just like, okay, more beat them up. At least the regular story missions had unique events you know what i'm saying they had events where it was like okay now i'm flying through you know this canyon with iron man's jacked up suit because he finna trying to get another you know his fabricator or whatever so at least there was something moments there where i was like okay this is pretty cool versus just you know i don't know right now i just feel like it's missing something maybe i gotta play it some more maybe i gotta get to the end of the black panther uh missions to get to the real wild moments but right now it's just more beat them up yes i like that they're exploring wakanda yes i like the characters are there i just don't think it's at the payoff is going to be worth my time because i already can feel it in my bones that nah but i'm gonna try and i'm gonna keep going uh hopefully karina's interested so i don't have i have a reason to play it but right now it's just not grabbing me as much as i would want it to All right, but yeah, what you? Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, um, I was waiting for the Black Panther one because that seemed like at least it would be enough content to jump in and try it out. Because the game, you probably can get it for like ten, fifteen dollars now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say it's it, it, it's a, if you really, really want to play it, now would probably be the best time. Play all through the content, so. and then once you're done, you know, you can put it down. They at least don't force you to engage with the multiplayer um, to play the single player stuff. So you mostly can just play all of those missions without ever having to like grind. Um, uh-huh. And I don't know. I don't know what the future for this game is like. As far as I know, this was their like biggest expansion. And we know that they're supposed to have a Spider-Man DLC coming, but that's PlayStation exclusive. So it's I don't know how big that content is going to be because then if it's a lot of content that's missing for other players, that would suck. So uh, I don't know. Um, I think if they want to keep it, the best thing that they have is just probably, you know, maybe obviously they got to drop stuff every couple months. But like if every year they can drop like a bigger expansion, like, you know, this is Vision or this, you know, Thanos is coming or blah, blah, blah every year. That might be enough to get people to come in at least yearly to check in it, check it out. Mm-hmm. But like, I I wouldn't play this game week to week. Like, I don't I don't know what they got to do to to like fix that. I just think it make it more fun, uh, make it more enjoyable to sit down and just play a few matches with people, yeah. make it more rewarding, make it more engaging in that way. Because right now, it has to have something that entices people to want to play. And I don't want to say that it's going to be a, a PvP mode because that's not the end-all, be-all for everything. Sometimes it's just having better system mechanics. Um, the reason I like, you know, you know, like, uh, I play Apex a lot is because of the competitive nature. 
the reason I played Destiny a lot was because of the competitive nature, but it really, everything else faltered. I don't know what other game I played outside of Borderlands just for the fun of it. It was just a, stupid jokes and, and guns that I could play and become OP with and break stuff. And that's fine for that type of game too. You can just get become like a crazily like a very strong character and just go through your 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 um, Black Widow is so much better than someone else's Black Widow. I don't know what the what the what the appeal of the game right now would be outside of just making it more interesting to play. But that's really that's better said than done to be honest. What's your take on live service games, Jalen? What's your favorite type of live service game? Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, they, I feel like they they have like they seasons and stuff like that. But you, you talking about just like online game, whether it's like. No, Something live like a, service is a different from like online. It's more as like those those apex of the worlds, those those games that kind of get updates a lot and they don't really change. Uh, Fortnite, um, Apex, Destiny, yeah, um, those types of like Avengers is one of those games now too. Outriders, um, those types of live. The, even though they consider it not a live service game, Outriders is a live service game in my opinion anyway. But those games that kind of just get it Warframe, get expansions, and they kind of continue to move forward in that regard versus like actually changing the game. So you consider Destiny one of those games then? Even though I got a sequel? I consider Destiny a live service yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, honestly, the at this moment right now, I would say uh, Apex. Um, but that's just because of. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say it's like really truly important to you then, because that would be the only thing that brings us to Apex for you at least. It's truly just because you're not like you don't care about the characters, the lore, or any of that stuff. All you really care about is the gameplay. So really, truly, if the only thing that really matters to you when it comes to like picking a live service game would be gameplay, right? Or no? Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all know how I feel about like graphics and frame rate and like glitches and stuff like that. So I don't. I know I don't care about graphics. It's like, you know, like, like you, when you can see everything on the screen and stuff like that, I just need like a game that's at 1080p run smooth without no frame rate drops. And then um, just got like a smooth gameplay and don't be having like as many glitches or subjects, you know, buggy or whatever. So Apex is good enough in that regard. Um, but the one I had the most fun with, of course, is like Destiny because it was a, it was a bigger picture. Like I cared about some of the loot to some capacity. But um, at the end of the day, I just felt like it had a little bit more depth than what Apex has to offer. Um, so yeah. I say Apex is my favorite at the at the current moment, just because of the gameplay. I know I don't care about the other stuff. I ain't even know I had air on. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very very much so true. Um, yeah, I think um, live server games are really hard for me. Um, because they they can be simplistic in the format of you jump in and jump out, you can make progress, you don't. But, you know, Apex puts the progress more so on how your skills than progress in anything else. Like they just want you to be better at your skill level. And like they don't they're not they're they're not 
they're not focusing on you know trying to make the more so they want obviously they want stuff to sell and the lore to be good but i think the main focus of that game has always just been to become better at said game and use the stuff that they put in the game to become better so they don't want to break that up at all they want to keep game the, the stuff the same so they make you feel like you're you, whenever you drop on season one you come back season eight only thing changes how the map look but really fundamentally everything is still the same grenades whatever it may be you know what i'm saying so they want that to be the forefront the core of the game and that's truly what makes apex good is because that core is still there um i think fortnite does it a different way they kind of know do you if you leave and come back it's gonna be different regardless of what you may think they're going to add stuff that's going to make it really hard for you to get back into the groove of things um because they got the building people master builders they have you know different items that they can use to kind of create automatic builds and it's just so many more variables when it comes to that type of game that it's not more so about the competitiveness it's more about the stuff that you achieve while playing like a lot of my cousins and nephews and nieces they they enjoy the game because they can go in, play around with some of the interactables, you know, have a good time. And then it's not like they're playing it to beat somebody else. They really just playing it to have fun. They like the dance moves or whatever. They like the stuff that doesn't really matter to us. Um, so there's live service games like that. And then there's other games that we kind of, I think we kind of gravitate more towards the gameplay games. And that's what's with, with Avengers. It's kind of like, yeah, they had these cool emotes. They had these cool, sometimes they have cool <laughs> designs on their stuff. But um, uh, obviously, Josh don't like the Black Panther ones. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, they have cool stuff. But I don't know. It's just missing like that factor. Where it's like, dang, this is really cool to chain this stuff together. This is really cool to make you know cool combos with a friend or i don't know it just seems oh something's just missing and i find myself drifting when i'm playing and i'm just like okay let me, how many times i got punched this square button okay how many times i got dodge okay how many times i got punched this square button again for he did it's not like no real challenge and maybe once we get to a challenging portion of the game it seems fun again but borderlands was never mm. challenging it was just broken and for me it was like okay it's not a challenge challenge but i'm about to i'm about to spam you until i get the favorite weapon i won't i have a goal inside of mine and um some of these games can can pull me to that where it's just okay it's about the fun it's about that and it's not about competitive and and being better most games i play is to be better but now there's only like a select few that i play that just fun so like the um the my thing is with the live service games, I mean, if a game is free to play, I feel like theoretically it should make it like an easier like like entry, like a threshold, like a lower threshold of entry. Mm-hmm. And but I feel like with me, when I see those games and stuff, I'm not inclined to play them because I already know so I got games that I like to play, you know, ones that I enjoy enjoy. And obviously, I'm limited with my time and stuff like that. But it's not necessarily just the money aspect for me. It's the amount of time I'm going to have to invest in order to get 
some of these returns and stuff in the game. So with that being said, if I was to go play like a, a free to play game, I'm like, well, how much time is it going to take me to learn how to play this game? How much time is it going to take me to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how they're going to do their drop system. Is it going to be something like Apex where it's strictly cosmetics or is they going to drop something where like, you know, you get these items and stuff, you start working your way up, start getting legendaries. Like, is these items going to make an impact on how I play the game? And go from there. And I felt like with Apex, that never was the case. So I could just kind of play the game and just kind of hone my skill versus, you know, trying to um, avoid spending because I don't want to spend money on the game versus like trying to spend money to get certain items and stuff like that. That might give me a boost so I can get to more to like the in-game content. And then, I mean, they don't they don't always be having a guess the best gameplay type stuff. It's like, well, we got a little bit of story here. We got a little runway. Well, I don't really care about all that. And that's kind of why I have like the issue with it. And that's why Apex does a good job. Same thing with Destiny. Destiny's story wasn't there, but I, I thoroughly enjoy like running in a crucible. Like I get on to the day and still enjoy crucible, but you know, a lot of games just don't really have that. They might be buggy. They might not be as clean. The gameplay might not be fully there. You know, those sorts of things. Or they might just want some money and want my time. And I can't give them that because I know it's going to be a, um, I'm not gonna get my uh my re- my return on my investment, which been my time and my money. So, is, is live service games bad? <laughs> they not bad. It's I just, I feel like sometimes it's a I don't know, man. I just feel like some of them just be lacking, bro. Like they just be like like corny looking, or they just don't be like I don't want to play this game. Like it ain't no appeal to it. Yeah. I think that um, it's it might be a better way to play certain type of genres or certain type of games long term. Because like, you know, 10 years ago, what we'd be doing is buying $60 new Call of Duty every November. But now we don't have to do that because technically there is a version of Call of Duty that just sticks around and is constantly getting updated. Um, obviously they, they still re-release them, but eventually they'll figure it out. Whereas one Call of Duty, you just keep adding to it. Um, which is good because that, that gives you time to like, you know, keep your history with the game. You know, you, you got your skill, you got all these things you unlocked. If you enjoy it, you can see the game grow over time and get better. Um, so that's a, that's a good situation. The thing is the point of a live service game is to keep players playing every day and also keep them spending money. So they're trying to find a way to keep it exploit exploitive in some way of either they're exploiting your time. So you, you feel like you got to get on every day or they're getting your money. You, you feel like you got to spend money to keep up. Um, so every game does that differently, but at least if the core of the game is fun, I think that's the easiest way to get people to keep coming back because it's fun. Like Destiny, like for the longest time, I hated everything about the way that they did things in the game, but the gameplay was the best around compared to anybody. So that was their strongest point. And so now that a game like Apex, uh, you know, it has other competitors, but in its style and genre, it still feels unique and was like, PUBG and Fortnite, nobody feels like Apex. So at least for me, who likes that type style of game, I'll keep coming back to it. Uh, I mean, it's still, you know, exploitable in some ways. Like they, their skins are expensive. 
Um, and then they have their limited time events where you really are incentivized to, you know, spend, spend money to get money. this content. Yeah. And then their battle passes, which most people, most companies don't do it, but their battle pass, once it's gone, it's gone for good. They recently came out and said that they're planning to find a way to reintegrate the old content that's from the battle pass to maybe come back in the future. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but, you know, as long as the game is good and it doesn't feel too exploitive or it doesn't feel like it's wasting my time too much, I feel like I, I like this style of game. I still prefer, you know, be able to just buy a game for $60, play it offline and stuff. But this scratch is kind of like a different itch to always be able to um, get online and play with your friends and stuff. Yeah, I think I think the standalone game, I feel like it's getting scarier for people to make them versus a live service. They feel like they can always update it, change it, make it new, fresh, and like, even if they come out with a bad fumble the bag at the beginning, they can come back and really bring themselves back into the game. Maybe. Um, but that's what Rainbow I, Six I did. That, um, you know, I think that live service games are technically, well, it, it depends on what they want to invest, but are more expensive to make. But And that's why a game like Anthem, even if it was mediocre or some people played it, that they're losing money every minute that the servers are still up. So they, you know, going to cut out all of that eventually because they got to, they got to reach a bigger audience than if it was a single player game. Yeah. But I think it's, it's more, I, yeah, you're right there that it's costly, but I think the front end costs would be i think the expectation of the back end i guess it's carry both ways because if you spent all this money up front and you never return it it's bad but if you spend all that money up front and it's a live service maybe you can take parts of that game and make it different fortnite was not supposed to be what it was but it, at the end of the day they took a game that they was like i don't care really much about they start putting extra stuff in it and that's when it became this popular thing so versus you know they still had the people up front that was buying it for the survive the night <laughs> minecraft type portion but then really the true you know bed and bread and butter was the battle royale and they made that off of just that alone like the character the assets all that stuff was very already there so they were building that world and they just had it so happened to have it to be able to switch the gears quickly um same thing with warframe how it started with like a live service but over time it kind of built itself into something new where people spend a lot lots of money on that game as well it's just it happens a lot but i get what you're saying too it's like a lot of people do that and they don't you know make it um so say for instance they go the for honor route or they go the rainbow six route they still charge you sixty dollars to get in so they make the front end of the, what that game cost them but now it's live service so yeah they still have to keep making that money but then they can have the opportunity to change use that money they either received or money that they're going to receive from the live service season pass all that crap and kind of go from there so um it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a play it's a it's like a really it's really a finesse game out there for real for real um I don't know what the best option is right now. I honestly don't. I don't think, you know, I don't think having The Last of Us Part 2 
spend all that money on that game and then for it to not be played anymore because simply it doesn't have any type of service uh, or behind it. Obviously, they're waiting to put out the a multiplayer for it, but for that game to have spent that much of a budget on there and to lose all those assets like that, I don't, it don't sit well with me, but I don't like live service games either. I prefer my games to be standalone sometimes. If they're multiplayer, that's fine. Um, they can't be multiplayer and suck like the scent right now. It's just getting worse and worse. Every time I read a story about it, it's just gotten brokener and broke. It's just like, I don't understand that game no more, but there's other games that are really fun to play and they were, you know, lives or multiplayer and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I do, do live service games suck? Do they make it worse for people or does they make it better? Because I feel like live service games make you put so much time into it. Sometimes you don't even realize that you're not playing anything else. And it takes so much of your attention sometimes that you feel like, it's no longer a hobby. This is like a job I do daily. Um, and Hence his name. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I think it's still, I think it's interesting. I, I, I would like to kind of take, come back to that because I think that's an interesting topic about live service. So, but see. you would say that is Apex your favorite live service or Destiny? It's still Destiny because simply because it offers more and I always will like to play Destiny and um, I will I will probably play the Witch Queen to see what it's about because I was interested in their lore and they provide in-game stuff about said lore outside of me just reading their articles, the comic books and talking, you know, talking to y'all about, you know, hearing their, their one-liners and Watson and all that. Destiny just does more. So that's why they still are my favorite service. But the gameplay has been lost on me now where I prefer Apex gameplay more than I prefer Destiny's. So they lost that category, but they still win because it's still a decent game to play. They have a terrible Crucible, but hopefully they fix it at some point and they actually start to care about their game again. They're doing a lot of changes, but not enough for me to go back and really put time into it. Um, I'm always going to be good at the game because they don't change enough fundamentally to be broken. They only change the cheesy things people can do to you. Like your skill level is still high, regardless of what y'all think. When y'all go back to that game, if y'all just know how to shoot well, like we do and know how to move around, you know, corners, we still can win. It's not like they're, it's, it's difficult. It's just they do cheesy things. Like we used to do cheesy things where we used to blink and party crash. We used to do cheesy things where we used to throw, you know, our Nova, um, our, uh, our, uh, the, whatever they're called, the ones where they, they seek them. Uh, it, it was cheesy things that you can do in that <laughs> game to make it funny, but it was still stupid to play against. I'm like, bro, all he doing is holding this position and using an R blast, <laughs> R blast. And, or it's it, like all they're doing is being a boring way to play, but you can still beat them because once they lose that special power, they have that skill, skill coming to play and you ain't got that. You ain't going to beat me with that. So that's where it becomes fun for me to play destiny. But 
it's always going to be that way because they rotate in new trash. Like right now, it's the the trash is unbearable for me. It's the it's the it's the whole ice and the uh the, all of that crap right now is just terrible to me. I don't I hate everything about it. All of it. They need to just get rid of it. But they never will because now they introduced it and the darkness is here to stay. But it sucks and it's like a really bad mechanic and a lot of people are abusing it so it makes that gameplay not fun. So Apex never does that to the point where they won't change it. You see what they did this year. He only been on a week or a week and a half and they already nerfed him. Um so they want to make sure that their gameplay stays fun. They want to make sure it's not cheesy, broken, or um, inc like everybody's not, nobody's incompatible. Everybody's incompatible with something else. Destiny doesn't do that. So until they start doing that, they're going to continue to lose me when it comes to that. But um, live service wise, just because simply they do more and they offer a story and they offer more things to do, um, I'm going to have to still give it to Destiny. And I'm play the Witch Queen more than likely. I'm probably gonna give it another forty hours of my life, but you know, let's see. If it's fun, I'll keep playing it. If it's not, I won't. I won't. But I don't think I'm gonna jump into the Crucible. I think I'm gonna just do the PVE stuff, get the weapons. I won't try them, but um, I don't think I'm gonna jump into PvP. I just don't think there that game is really ready to make the decision to balance Crucible. They're not ready to do that, so I'm not going to give them my time. It's not; it's impossible for them to balance um, Crucible and keep the identity. The identity of that game is to try the things that you earn in the Crucible. And if you can't try the things that you earn because they play different, and they play differently from when they enter in the in the what's name, and they separate it, that's going to lose a lot of its identity. So there's really no way for them to fix that game outside of. Um, I don't know. Just there's no real reason. It's no way. It's no way outside of, you know, doing some really drastic big changes and separating the dress crucible from PVP PVE. Um they always going to have a fight on their hands. PVE people going to think that the PVP people are stupid and PVP people going to think PVE people are stupid cuz obviously this game this thing is broken and they don't want it to change. So they should let you uh vote to ban weapons. Um or abilities before the match, like League do. <laughs> hey, that would be fun to play. That'd actually bring me back in if they people ban in stupidity. I hate, I hate the fact that you can change anything you want. So it's not like they can't do. You can change everything about your loadout. You can change your class. You can change your grenade. You can change your, you can change your jump. You can change everything. It's so many variables in Destiny that it's like. <laughs> Why not? Why not just allow me to block this from being able to be played? Why not? If you want to play Crucible with me, you got to block it. If you don't, hey, you can play with the trash people that want to jump around and um, smash ice all day, but not me. So Smash ice, man. That's that stasis of trash. All they did was smash ice. Smash the, ice. Um, jump. Oh, smash yeah. ice. More ice. Smashed. Like, bro, man, I thought you wanted, I thought you was cool with the ice at first. Or maybe that was your little. Um, I was never cool with the ice. Okay, no, that's might have been Jaleel because recently he said it was straight. Yeah, no. he said they balanced it a little bit, and it's like it's a lot better. And I was just like, no, I just seen a bunch of pickaxes and uh, ice pillars that was blowing me up, like stationary pillars blowing me up. I'm like, bro, what is going on here? I keep freezing. I use my super. I get frozen. I play. I like see a pickaxe. I die. Not too long like, ago, stasis has become 
normal to the point where it's not like every person on the person every every person on the other team got stasis. So they have they have done something to change that. I just don't think me going back just yet is the right move. I feel like now that they have tried to reel it in, it's time to reel in the trash stuff that people play with. Like they, they switched to now you get infinite ammo on your primaries. That brings back skill for me. That makes it feels like, okay, you're rewarding me for being skillful with my primary than it than to be crutching my shotgun or crutching my fusion rifle or crutching something else. That forces people to actually play with other things that may have but then you got the people with the fighting lion. That's the primary, but they said they're gonna break that. They said they're gonna try to figure out ways to make it worse so it's really hard for me to you know trust them right now it's a lot of stuff um we we is i don't want to talk about destiny too much because we can talk about it another time but they they trying i just right now i'm just not convinced but uh i think the last thing that we wanted to talk about or i think it's two things actually platform updates and then it was gamescom uh so I can go over quick some platform updates real fast. PlayStation 5. Uh, PlayStation 5 has finally gotten their expansion slots, but it's trash. Uh, basically, if you ain't, um, if you ain't like, you know, really into tech, you probably will mess up when you first buy one. Not saying that it won't expand your storage, but it may not be what you're needing for like, compatibility to actually run well or run ps5 games on it it may actually still have to require you to transfer them over to the internal um and i'm not sure if it actually can do that to be honest i heard that it, it will basically not recognize it if it's not the correct compatible uh, ssd but hopefully that's not the truth hopefully you can at least expand it so you can have another section to actually expand your slots but they opened that up um no it's too much it's too expensive right now it's too much money um i don't like that uh what they also did was they allowed now for um they actually did something pretty simple they just updated their platform to show what game what system that that game is for so if it's got like a small ps4 ps5 icon it's it's so much better than what it was before they have recently introduced a way for you to not have to upload download i think that was a ghost of Tsushima. you don't no longer have to first upload your data from the ps4 version and then download your data to the ps5 version for your saves Ghost of Tsushima was the very first one that was able to tap into the PS4's saves without actually having to do that upload-download status, uh, or basically uh, that step. So that's a good thing as well. So the PS5 has gotten, I'd say two out of three were okay. Um, PS5 and the, the symbols, the labels being on there, the whole... Um, the whole save, upload, download situation. I don't like the expansion slot portion. I really think it should have been proprietary like the Xbox, but at the same time, 
the Xbox proprietary ones haven't went down in price yet. But I don't expect those expensive, you know, read and write speeds of those NVMe drives to really go down in price that fast either. Especially not for a two terabyte, you know, bigger ones. One terabyte, you might find a steal somewhere, but might not be the best yeah. option for you. But also in today's world where you got to worry about scalpers and stuff, it, I don't know, hopefully they got enough of them so you ain't got to worry about that. But those are like really high end parts. So I don't, I don't see, you know, Best Buy just having a whole bunch of them on the shelf. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, it's really, it's just really, you know, um, I don't know. I think it's a bad, I think it's bad, but I think it's also, it's supposedly supposed to have been to give people the option to change or be able to pick their own. But I don't think that's much of the option there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess what, what, what's some of the stuff you've seen recently on your Xbox, Josh, that you could run through, uh, things that you've seen that was updated recently? Um, I don't know much about the system updates because this this month like update secretly it just <laughs> it's just so quiet and it just update <laughs> like I never see it. Yeah. Um, but there, it's been a couple games that are getting there. You know, next gen versions that I want to go back to. I played um, Hellblade like last year, but they they just re upped it for um, the next gen and. I kind of want to go back through it again. I'm probably going to wait a little bit longer just so I can, like, kind of forget more and go in fresh because, um, okay. you know, it's a it's a really story-heavy game. So um, I want to go in with a fresh mindset. Um, and, and plus, they've always been doing their, um, was it, FPS boost games? I don't yeah. know if there are any recently that have benefited from that, but there's... I think every other day there's a game that comes out that was like, oh, we buffed it up to 60 FPS. Like Ubisoft just said they did some of the more recent Assassin's Creed games just got bump, bumped up. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey is not going to be 60 FPS on um, the next-gen consoles. So overall, it's good. I like to see that these games are getting allowed to use the full potential of the system now. And um, hopefully everything will... Um, just be able to run its best if they're not going to go ahead and just redo it and you know add retracing and stuff but at least let it run at its fastest so like bloodborne would be nice if things just go patch it but you know they're going to re-release it so just see <laughs> yeah yeah i think some of the things that uh some of the updates that i was seeing like for xbox series x in the more recent time frames were they, they obviously it was a while ago but they fixed quick resume at first it was a kind of a broken thing where it wouldn't work properly now you have the option to also see what games are in the quick resume mode so you don't even have to try to guesstimate they kind of give you a list there which is really awesome um it's a really cool feature to be honest i think uh, having the ability to have like six or five games suspended and just jump right back into where exactly where you were is a really cool feature um they always have had this feature, but I just want to praise them for it. The ability to have more than one external hard drive plugged up. Like, the PlayStation 5 
really doesn't like if you have more than one. So if I wanted to add another external hard drive, I couldn't unless I delete the other one or remove it and then plug in another one. I think it's very stupid. I have more than enough games to where I can support. It should be able to support, you know, more than just one USB external hard drive, but that's where the expansion slot comes into play. So I hopefully that's something I can, you know, I can see that they steal from Xbox. They kind of bring it over to the PlayStation because I really want to be able to just use more than one. Um, there's also on the Xbox, there was a lot of fixes where um, it was a lot of fixes with like the Dolby Vision being added. Then there was the whole thing about the um, there's like smaller things like like the, the frame. I think it was like the FPS. It was something about FPS as well that was kind of getting updated. Um, smaller back end stuff, nothing major. But I just think, I guess the initiatives behind the Xbox is really what's impressing at this point. And, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to think about PlayStation 5 right now versus the uh, Xbox Series X and the, the, the positioning for longevity, I guess. Because I don't think either one of them are, like, in a in the ballpark to be leaps ahead of each other right now. And I don't, I, I won't, I won't say I, I want to give everything to Xbox because honestly the Xbox is great for a lot of different reasons, but until they really start pumping out those, you know, those real, real, real games that people really want to play, um, then I don't, I can't really give it to them either. I can just say that they're really good at services and they, they really have a plan. They have a plan laid out. PlayStation 5, bruh, they don't have no plan. They just literally are off the strength of type of going with it. Like, I really don't see PlayStation 5 caring about Gamescom. I see Xbox being caring about Gamescom. I see them wanting to bring more stuff out and provide more information about stuff. Um, and we can kind of tie it all together. I just think... think Gamescom is something that's on their radar for PlayStation. I just don't care at this point. I don't see them bringing anything new. I see them probably pro introducing or providing more trailers for, you know, Forbidden West and then finally officially delaying it. Um, they might bring stuff for Deathloop. They might bring stuff like stuff that's coming out soon. But I don't see them bringing anything new to the table there. They could wild me. It's been real quiet over there. They could wow me and do something special. I just don't see that being the case. I don't really think they care. I don't even think they have an event um, schedule. I think only one it does is Xbox, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be mistaken. I don't think I don't think PlayStation even has an event ready to go. Um, but Xbox, you know, they are they are trying hard for good reason. They 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 fumbled the bag as usual. They shouldn't have done it, but they did. Um, they're making up good. They're making up. They're making up. Um, you know. They're they they're making up the distance and they're bringing it together. They're bringing it closer. Um, in my opinion, uh, because I just feel like with the amount of press they get around, like the the supporting press they get around Game Pass, the supporting press they get around just letting stuff work. Uh, I couldn't tell you, like, when I went to go visit my brother and um, 
I was down there. He was talking about how his PS5 hasn't given him issues. His controller broke. They want $70 for that thing. He can't use his PS4 controllers because they don't allow you to use it for the PS5, even though it do the same things. And I'm like, man, the Xbox don't do that, man. They, they let me use my old controllers. They let me do this. They let me do that. And it just seemed like their leaps and the bounds ahead, that the, the, the things that they were trying to cut off and stop, it just doesn't make any sense right now. Especially when people are not like, uh, you know, the world ain't in a space where they be like, okay, let me go buy another $70 controller. I'm not saying my brother ain't got it. I'm just saying it's like, why make somebody go buy something when they can literally use the same, you know, I think those type of moves are just greedy. Oh, don't get me started on this Ghost of Tsushima thing where it just seemed like they're greedy when we'll pay $10 just to buy it, just to, just to get a 4K upgrade for some stuff they already could have done for free. Like, understand paying for the, you know, expansion, but Ghost of Tsushima making me pay $10 for some basic upgrades. And when, I have never seen that happen with Microsoft side. They always give you the upgrades for free. All you got to do is buy the expansions. It just seems pathetic. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. It just seemed like it doesn't seem the smartest idea it seems like okay you're nickel and diamond me are you struggling right now you know how you feel like somebody's struggling because they nickel and diamond you like bro you must be really out here struggling bro because you i don't understand how you need this little extra cash from me especially when you could do some you get some you need some good graces on your hands anyway it seems like they don't care about the good graces they just really prefer to have the money and i think that's gonna hurt them in the long run to be honest i just don't think it's smart to be doing these moves at this moment. And I'm not saying that the PlayStation is like fell off because it hasn't. Everybody wants one. It's obviously still a hot topic. I'm just saying that some of these moves they doing just don't sit right and they don't make sense sometimes. I'm like, just why? You know? Um, so, I mean, that's where I wanted to leave it. I mean, if y'all have anything to add, to that um or what's your expectations for gamescom stuff like that um i'll let y'all take the flow um no i'll just say real quick i don't i don't know what they're they're gonna show like we know that they have games working on that they're working on but i don't know what's coming out soon other than halo um so i would like to see more halo that's probably one of the games i'm looking forward to most this year um but I don't know if it's too soon from that actually like start showing more of it or not. Um I otherwise I don't I don't know. Like you said, Xbox they're they have their things that they're really good at. And I, I kinda think of them as like a football team where they have a really good coach and a really good franchise, but they don't have the players. And obviously that's what <laughs> people look for. And so yeah. PlayStation they yeah, they got the team, they go out, they win their championships, and even though they don't they're not doing anything else special. It, at least people know that they're they're good and they can win. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, think, we'll see. Uh... I think that eventually Xbox will get there where they will have a um, a decent lineup of games that people are like really interested in. It just takes time. It's been you know last couple of years just building that framework in which honestly that's stuff that I really really pre appreciate from like owning the console so yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good analogy that they don't they got a good coach, not a good team. Uh, at least right now, I I like Bethesda, but man, you know me, I like. <laughs> the last time I played the Bethesda game, I think the last one I played was. Well, you about to play Deathloop, right? Yeah, I well, played no, Deathloop. That's... Yeah, that's still that's them, that's them, but it's not oh, okay. Bethesda. You know what I mean? It's not. It's like it's owned by them. It's not yeah, just it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're the their outer games I play, but their inner core games, the ones that made them famous, I can care less. Um, but I really want to play. You want to buy Skyrim again? Nah, man, I'm done with Skyrim. I I, I tried to get a play that game six different times. Hated <laughs> each time. I was like, man, this who plays this game? Why is it so hard to find where you need to go? I was trying to get up a mountain, just trying to go meet somebody. I'm like, bro, this game's stupid. But obviously, people enjoy it a lot, so I'm not gonna, you know, gonna just poop all over that game. But you know, and talk your talk. <laughs> not just fine. And those games aren't that great. Uh, Fallout 4 was not that great. Um, but I think at least having those people there can allow their other teams to branch out and give a better game. You know what I mean? Like this, but there's the acquisition. I'm not looking forward to none of the games outside of other people that's outside of. like. But I'm looking forward to Bethesda games, but they're not from Bethesda. They're just published by Bethesda. Um, and then there's the... Uh, like you know, I, I like Evil Within. You know, I like Devil Loop. I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, those Doom. games. Um, yeah, I like Doom. I never beat a Doom, but I really enjoy the gameplay. Um, I just never beat it because uh, I don't know why. I just haven't. But um, you know, you, you you like certain things and aspects of those those franchises, and then you comes to like the outer ring, and then you come to the uh, to the people that like really make games I really enjoy. I really enjoy uh, Forza. I really enjoy um, Gears, but that's pretty much ready to buck in. So they, you know, buying a bunch of companies is really great, but now making them produce, you know, polished, truly next-gen games, is, it might be a little harder. I ain't gonna hold you. I already know I'm gonna get some bangers from PlayStation, even if they suck at everything else. I know I'm gonna get some bangers. Uh, so... It's really interesting. That's all. Uh, but I don't really have any other expectations out of Gamescom. Jalen, you got anything you want to say before we wrap up? You got anything that you're looking forward to from Gamescom? <laughs> Man, I know. Anything? I know uh, when they announced that Xbox Series X price drop, that's going to be a good day for all of us. Oh, my no, God. Just... <laughs> I'm Man. talking. But nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's real funny. This is tune in next week for another episode of convincing Jail to get an Xbox. That's gonna be a why. good day for everyone. Man. I'm yeah, gonna go throw up that money. Up. Y'all gonna have an Xbox buddy on that mug. <laughs> but until then, y'all Xbox. Uh, y'all Jalen was on the Xbox. So. <laughs> man, you gotta get it for Halo. We gonna play Halo a lot. I know I am. Fly service too. It's free. I mean, man, it's free, bro, I started man. playing Halo back in 2012. Yeah, it's only so much you can take a Halo. Nice yeah, Halo Waypoint, Halo Wars. I'm over here want to play the man. what's the oh, point and shoot Halo yeah, games and stuff them, like that. Them playing themselves, they ain't gonna have no uh, couch multiplayer on that game. It, it was that in oh, something campaign else. Forge. And Torch. It's, yeah. it's gonna come season two and season three. Dang, G. I, I understand Forge. That might be a little bit difficult. 
and it might be you know tied into Halo Infinite as a live service game now because it, it is. Um, but dang, no, no, no co-op. Y'all, y'all losing y'all identity. That mother better be called too. I'm talking about. I'm about to have so many niggas flows. I gotta need to have everything crispy on that one. But uh, crispy, crispy, crispy. We'll see, man. Um, we also want to talk about the pitfalls and downfalls of Game Pass because some some companies ain't getting paid out. At least that's what I heard from Outriders. <laughs> Square Enix ain't giving my dime, but uh. That was interesting to hear. I was like, dang, so you mean tell me y'all y'all got all those people on there and then nobody wanted to, uh, they didn't want to give y'all no bonuses? So, yeah, man. I think uh, there is some pitfalls to having Game Pass, but there's some upsides to it as well. Definitely upsides. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, if you like the content, don't forget to you know, click the like button or wherever you thumbs up it on wherever podcast streaming service you're listening to. We got it on Apple, Spotify, all that good jazz. If you want to see the actual video version where I just put up some um, play gameplay of us playing Apex more than likely, you can always catch that on YouTube at my YouTube channel at BCD Universe. Again, that's BCD Universe. But yeah, as usual, appreciate y'all guys listening. We'll be back in two weeks with some more stuff. Maybe wrap, recap Gamescom, more information about that came out. Hopefully Sony did something, but it's all yet to be seen, people. Uh, but thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Peace.